Hey everybody, welcome back to the Explocally Podcast. I'm Tyler, I'm joined here with Chad Salt. It is a beautiful evening out. It's about uh, about 40 degrees in my basement. Here I am by myself. Uh, no wife tonight, just me and Chad. Uh, say hey, Chad. Hey. <laughs> Boom. He's a, per- <laughs> he's a very personal guy. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's very personal. So, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I text Chad today and I said, hey, man, let's, uh, let's get on the podcast tonight. Let's go. And he's like, what are the topics? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I know we're going to figure something out because he is a very smart individual. So what did I do? I just Googled it. I was like, eh, let's, let's find a topic. Let's, let's, let's dig deep into our childhood of the nineties. So we're actually going to go over a, a, a few different topics today. We're going to jump into uh, the first things of being the, uh, the nostalgic throwbacks of the nineties. And then uh, we'll cover a little bit about Chad's time at Valpo, see how he liked it. And, uh, we'll jump into a, a few other few other different things there. So, uh, Chad, how's, uh, how's, how's your week been so far? It's been good. I've had a, a slow week. I've got a lot of surgeons that are on vacation. So uh, these are. I was just telling somebody at work today, it's like, these are my least favorite weeks because these are the weeks that things just pop up when I have myself mentally prepared to sit around and not do anything. So Right. Um, but it's been a good week. Uh, I don't really have anything going on tomorrow other than just kind of hanging out. So that's good. That's good. That's good. And, and, and of course, how that would typically work is, uh, you know, you have something planned or you have nothing planned and it's just like one of these weeks and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go golfing. I'm going to call up the boys. Let's go golfing. You hit the golf course and boom, you get paged. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Got it. Every time. Got to come in for surgery. <laughs> It's every time. The last time I went golfing with like a couple of my buddies, it was, uh, gosh, prior to, uh, COVID. Uh, I, I literally, I mean, I, I step foot on the third hole and get a call from work on a Saturday. <laughs> it's like, it just, it ruined my round. Not that I'm a very good golfer to begin with, but completely ruined my round. So you, you um, just, you just knew what was coming next. I mean, so did you have to just like, did you have to leave at that point in time? Did you, could you finish the round even though you were on the third hole? Yeah, no, I, I finished the round and, and they actually were, when they called, they were like, we don't really need you here. We just have a surgeon here who's like looking for a certain, you know, instrument or looking for a certain in- implant that is yours. And I let them know it was at and like completely rattled me. My round was going really well for the first three holes, teed mm-hmm. off on the fourth hole, the worst tee off of my life. And then, you know, <laughs> which is which says a lot because i've only been golfing for about two and a half years so (laughs) the fact that i have to say yeah i'm i like yourself uh i i'm i'm also kind of a mental midget so you know something something just like that will just just it's it's just incredible how bad it can just go from all right things are going well the beer is flowing like wine and Uh then boom but mine's yeah. actually more of just uh, just really sucking a golf. So actually, no, you stop. Sucking, but you know, you need to stop. It's not like I'm getting pages like mm, time to come in for surgery, Tyler. You know, I'm not getting. You're just like, uh, hey, Tyler, we have a uh, we have a person who's very upset that they didn't get their package on time, and you're like, oh, what are you talking about? Deliver that on Tuesday. So all the time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
No, so, I, I uh, it was, it's, it's just rough. You know, you, you go from getting a page on hole three to then you finally get your game back on hole 15, which I don't know if it, many of our listeners are, are golfers, but uh, you, you <laughs> go from having a decent round for the first three holes to then having a terrible round between holes four and 15. And then you start to get your game back and then they call you back. And it's like, you know what? I don't know why I came golfing. Today. Yeah. So <laughs> would it actually be better to play like that? Or would you better, or would you have rather a game that goes about, okay, two, three holes go bad. One hole. Great. Two, three holes go bad. One hole. Great. Or would you rather just like be good for two, three holes suck for about 11 holes and then turn it back up. I, I I don't really know how to answer the question. I feel like right <laughs> now I'm in my infant stages of golf, and so I, I would I would love to have a good hole every other or every three holes. Right, right. now we're uh, we're going out there, and if I haven't had a good hole by hole six, then I start drinking heavily, and we <laughs> uh, we just give up on the day. So I usually get warmed I, up. I usually get warmed up about my uh, my second shot on seventeen. That's when I typically start getting warmed up. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, okay, right. my, my best, my six. best putt. <laughs> my best putt of the round usually comes on eighteen. So yeah, 18. that's, that's <laughs> it, and it's usually the one where it's like that went in the hole. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah it's a par five on 18 and i just made 12 but guess what it was the best putt of the day so it's, it's right. fine everything works right. out yeah and so uh so for uh so for everybody else uh chad and i have this mutual friend he uh you know he like he takes playing golf very seriously he actually takes drinking very seriously and also golf at the same time but like things could just be like sour apples like all the way up into 18 and then um so we're like finishing the round and he usually like puts first and he like immediately just takes his hat off. And I'm like, put your hat back on, like <laughs> put your hat back on. I am not shaking your hand. <laughs> oh, I love I want, my buddy I want, Latrell. I yeah, love him. I, I know. I was just like, he did that last time we went, we, uh, we played, I don't know. It was, I played with him and his mom, uh, on at a, it was a seven o'clock round. And the way that he drove up to Blackthorn, I knew that some debauchery was going on the night before. So, oh, yeah. which I mean, that's per usual. So, and I mean, I'm just like, I'm wide awake. I slept nine hours. I'm feeling good. And he's just like, he just has these shades on. He's like, let's roll, let's play. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay. And, uh, so I'm, you know, this is the first time I'm playing with Andrew and I like playing with, uh, I like playing with his mom. She's, she's super sweet and, um, she's, she, you know, she's very talkative. She's fun to play with. So, um, yeah, he gets up there and just absolutely strokes the first, the first tee shot. And I'm just like, okay, so this game, day. Want to sure I can just hear What's him gonna... right now. Ugh. Oh yeah. What's going to happen? Yes. I stroke it. Huge, huge. Yeah. So, <laughs> When he sends me that, little bingo, little bingo, little bingo, little bingo. Calm down, bro. (laughs) This is this isn't this isn't uh, Lincoln Park, Chicago. Like (laughs) 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 we're 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 fine here. You can use like regular vernacular with us. Okay. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In in South Bend, which is where you know he may not be originally from there, but in South Bend, we just say "nice shot." We move on. We also leave our hats on after eighteen. Good ball. (laughs) Good ball. Good ball. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, it it is fun, definitely playing with him. And uh, 
I actually delivered a, I actually delivered a, a box to Bob Har Young's house today and it was a Nike box. I, w- I just wanted to go through it and, you know, just kind of ramble through the box. Ooh, it accidentally opened up. What'd you get, Bob? And I was going to so pretty, funny. I could, I, I, you know, so, so for the listeners, uh, I used to work for a, a very short period of time before I got into the industry that I'm in currently, but I used to work with Tyler. I was, I was like his runner. So for those of you again, who don't oh, know yeah. for UPS, when they get busy, they, they hire or they like outsource to people. They like make quick hires to people that will essentially ride along with their drivers that can, will essentially make it available or make it easy for them to hit two and three houses at the same time, as opposed to having them be by themselves. So I did this with Tyler and I mean, thank God he did it for me. It was awesome. I I got my feet in the ground and it was foot in the door. It was awesome. So, uh, I thought to myself, running (laughs) my, my feet were wet. My feet were wet. Yes. And this was first day. So I went out there. I mean, it's middle of winter. I'm out there freezing cold. I mean, Chuck Taylors that are soaking wet, not yeah. after the first house, but by my walk from my car to the truck. <laughs> so, so I'm freezing all day. And, but my, I'm, this is where I'm going with this is like, how many times, Tyler, as a UPS driver, do you look at these boxes? And, and my thought process is like, uh, you know, how many boxes do you see that say like Adam and Eve or Victoria's Secret where you're like, hmm. Oh, all I the time. I wonder who's residing in this house. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the interesting ones are usually the boxes of, uh, the, the Cirilla's boxes that open, that open up. And, uh, so the company that actually sends them, you know, I'm obviously just giving my acute observation of when they pass by. They, this company, whoever ships from their warehouse, they don't tape the boxes up very well. So there's usually supplies that comes out of that box. <laughs> and okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, all of the time. I mean, there's just, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's going to happen. Things open up, things happen. You know, you, you ship billions of boxes, you know, in short amount of time, you know, it, one or two things go wrong, you know? And I mean, and there's other things too, that I'm just like, always so curious, like, man, I know she or he orders a lot of this. And it's always like some random shipper name. And I'm just, I'm so curious to, you know, obviously I'm, we don't open boxes, you know? No, 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 no. You know, but curiosity, Um, you know, killed the cat. So, well, even, so here's the things that I hate the most when people come to me. I'll deliver to her. They'll open the door and they're, and they'll ask, Hmm, what, what's inside? And at that point, I kind of, I, I kind of take a step back. And I, I mean, a part of me is kind of trying to regroup because I can't believe, for one, I can't believe they asked me that. And, and, and two, I mean, I, I don't know, like, why are you asking me that? And then the worst thing that I cannot stand, Chad, is when people, Say, are you having fun yet? Am I having fun yet? Okay, the heat index was 107 yesterday. Am I having fun yet? I'm not having fun. There is nothing fun about being in the back of a 127 degree truck. Yeah. Love my job, though. I I, I can vouch for this. I can vouch for this. It's warm. (laughs) It gets toasty back there. So especially, uh, especially during this, during the winter. Anyway, let's, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, all things aside from that, moving on, 
Chad was a great runner, great worker. He stuck it out through the long haul. He stayed on, worked with UPS for a while, and, you know, his dreams came true. So, yeah, my dreams came true of, of getting into a career that I had no idea even existed. <laughs> and then yeah. I want you to know, Tyler, that during my uh, during my interview process, I actually, you know, knew the person who was interviewing me. And at the end of it, I, you know, I shook his hand and everything had gone well. And I said, are we having fun yet? And are he having- had the exact same reaction that you do when people uh, ask you the same question. So. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, OK, let's let's get back at it. So everybody, Perfect. we're talking. um so our first topic, it's going to be things that will be hard to explain to our children. So I think at one point in time, like our folks, you know, they were like, oh, man, it's going to be hard to explain to my children what an A-track is. Like, we know what an A-track is. I'm very familiar with an A-track. I'm very familiar with a record player. I'm very familiar. There's not a lot that they, you know, th- that they lived through that we don't really understand. You know, I- I'm I'm really not trying to build us up our age group is kind of in that weird, you know, when people call us millennials, I still feel like it's an insult to me, but you know, I know that they're really, you know, it's almost, is it denigrating to call somebody a millennial? What's your, what are your thoughts? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I am kind of on the same page as you where I don't necessarily consider myself a millennial. I do feel like we kind of hit a gap where we, we had to experience a lot of the things that we're getting ready to talk about, but we also right. had the exposure like in school or outside of school with our friends where we were exposed to, you know, all of the things that we now experience today, such as, you know, iPhones were, were relatively new. And when oh, yeah. I say relatively new, I mean, they were very, very new when yeah. we were growing up. I we had the iPhone right here next to me. Yeah. So we had the time to like experience and learn how to use it. Whereas, you know, iPhones or cell phones in general for our generation that raised us were not something that were <laughs> normal. No, no. <laughs> there was a, I mean, think about the technology just, just with even in the past uh, year, I had actually, I listened to this. Um, I was listening to this podcast. Um, I, I, I don't remember who it was, but it was kind of, you know, it was a nobody like myself. So um, they had this uh, they had this doctor on and they were talking, you know, about their whole coronavirus and, you know, the advancement of medicine. They said because of the coronavirus, it 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 um, it excelled medical technology five years. Like Hmm. because of something that came up, it has excelled us five years from where we would have been. That's I, I, I almost can't even imagine that, to be honest. You're talking specifically medical technologies. Correct. Medical technology. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's very interesting to always talk like we were, we talked about this the last time that I was on the podcast, but it's very interesting to talk to you who's somebody who doesn't have exposure to the, like the medical field. Right. And I see it every day. And it's mm-hmm. funny for me to like hear you talk about these things. Whereas I am, I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't no. like all of the things that they're saying, like essentially what they did is they, they have all of these things that they have invented or that things that they have at their, at their, you know, wants and needs that they could use. And yet they just aren't using them because they haven't been tested by the FDA. Uh, the FDA right. has just essentially, you know, they've 
kickstarted and they've said, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to let you use these. So it's just all trial and error. Okay. So let me ask you this. What, um, we'll, we'll get back to the top, but I have to ask you this. So what are, have you heard anything about Elon Musk, uh, his secretive brain tech company? No. (laughs) About neural, uh, neural implants. It's called, uh, Neuralink. It's, um, it's okay. So let's, let's get into this. So late on Tuesday evening, Elon Musk, the charismatic and eccentric CEO of space. Okay. So, so it's essentially a, it's a chip that they will try to link to your brain, especially for people who potentially paralyzed, have some type of uh, neural damage. Um, it's, it's, it's uh, okay. I said Musk's vision is much more ambitious than he seeks to enable humans to merge with AI, giving people superhuman intelligence. So it, it's opening up different parts of your brain. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, something actually done into the into the brain. I mean, you work with the brain and you work with the spine. Sure. That's I mean, yeah, that's insane stuff. That's stuff you see on Grey's Anatomy. Derek Shepard, like. Tyler, I, I will quote one of our favorite movies of all time and say that some people say that we only have access to 10 percent of our brains. But I think that we only have access to 10% of our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say that, I mean that, listen, I think Elon Musk is wow. an absolute genius. I think he's an absolute genius. I think wow. he's incredible. The things that he has done, I know you're like, you're mind blown right now. I, the I, fact I, that I, I just, you just went on this rant about connecting like the human brain with AI. And what did I do? I just dumbed it down to the point of which I quoted <laughs> Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. <laughs> Jeez. Shlomo? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay. So let's get back to this. So things that'll be hard to explain to our children. One of them that, uh, my grandma actually still has in her house to this day is a rotary phone. Perfect. I mean, a rotary phone. I mean, you and I could walk up to a rotary phone and boom, you know, we, we know what's going on, but I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure that a 12 year old right now, I mean, at 12, I know how to, I knew how to use a rotary phone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's we, so I don't know if you have for your, for your kids, but we have like the, is it little tykes? I can't remember the company that used, or maybe Fisher price, but Fisher price put out like a brand new version or like a new line of like classic toys. And one of them was a rotary phone and like my kids pick up the phone and they use it, but they don't, I don't think they have a clue what it is to like dial a number (laughs) and it's incredible. So yeah, no, I completely agree. Like that's going to be one of the hardest ones to be like, this used to be a phone. Oh yeah. That, well, well, another thing too, you know, telling my children that there was a number that you could call to find out what the current temperature was. Oh yeah, time and temp, dude. Time and temp. Yeah, <laughs> that's a time wide, and temp. From what I understand, it still exists. Does it really? Yeah, I. Uh, yeah. Dolphin. One of the ones when when you initially sent me the text message, the thing that I initially thought of was, um, do you remember how you had to turn your channel to three when you uh, had to play, like you wanted when you wanted to play video games or when oh, you yeah. wanted to like. That was like essentially like a different input for the oh, TV. I know. It was like channel three. 
Yeah, so right here, 574-234-7121. Wow. That's time, that's time and time. Yeah, 234-7121. Yeah, I don't know if it'll work for me because I'm in the 260 area code. But Back in the day, um, well, originally, you know, also, you know, I, I'm sure you remember this. We're not the original 574. We're the original 219. That's right. That's right. I do remember that. I remember, I remember the switch. I I don't know what it is. And I'm sorry for the people who like, aren't like regional or like who aren't listening to this from South Bend. But I remember like having a conversation with my mom, we were driving in a CRV. It was like one of the original Honda CRVs and we were driving down Edison. And I remember like, she was like, Oh gosh, today's the day that we're switching from two one nine to five, seven, four. And I was like, why? (laughs) I was like, when I dial people's numbers, I live here. I don't even dial an area code. Why do we need an area code? And then oh, you move to four way and you're like, now I understand. Naturally, now I, I dial, I dial the area code in every number I dial. Really? That's dial, interesting. That says a lot about your character. Well, here, let me blow your mind even more. I always, I always do uh, the country code too. I always do one five, seven, four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And didn't they just get rid of the one? I, I guess I don't know. <laughs> I think they I think they actually just got rid of the one. Um, like if you're dialing from the same country, you don't have to dial one. Right. Yeah. I, I, that's. Um. I. I don't know. I guess it's just a. It's just a habit. It, I even have all of my numbers in my phone. It's all one five seven four. Or you know. Yeah. Go to whoever. Tyler. Tyler. Me too. And this is you know again one of the reasons why you and I get along so well is because we. <laughs> Like we may not be the same person, but we do you put area code have in. a lot of the same. We do have a lot of the same like intr- idiosyncrasies, is what yes, I think I'm getting at. But uh, uh, and I was uh, I was just talking about this with a friend last week. I mean, I miss like I miss going to like Aladdin's castle at, at the Scottsdale Mall. Like Scottsdale Mall was that. I mean, there was no for the local listeners. There was no UP. I mean, UP Mall was nothing at the time. Like it had a movie theater, and it was just like one straight shot, and that was it. And I remember the movie theater. I I can like visually remember it, but I loved that Scottsdale movie theater. Like you remember, you go up those escalators, and it was at the top left by the food court. Hmm. Yeah, um, I do. I remember that a hundred percent. And then there was a like uh there was a uh. There was Hacienda there. There was a place called Tuesdays, I think. It was like a cafeteria. Yes. Um, uh, then I remember like Sam Goody. Not to be not to be confused with Wednesdays or Fridays, TJ Fridays. Or Sorry. Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. It was or Ruby just, Tuesdays, yeah. Yeah. It was just like Tuesdays or something. <laughs> and, uh, they, they got hype on Tuesdays. And then the Taco Tuesday thing came around and just completely squashed them. And they were like, well, we got to shut down this mall now. <laughs> um, yeah, Sam Goody. I mean, a plate, I mean, that's another thing that will be kind of wild. Like there was a place you go to, to buy your CDs. Yeah. Well, okay. So here, here's, this might be like taking away from, you know, the exact thing that we're trying to talk about, but you look at like a thing like records. So like those have made a comeback. Like we, like in our house, Ashley and I both have, like we both own our own albums. Yeah. Like record albums that yeah. we have a record player. We listen to it. It's a new school one. So you don't get like the old school, like scratch. Right. Like, yeah, I, I love a, that. I have an audio tech. Yeah. 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 Well, let me look at what ours is. 
Yeah, it's, yeah. So um, do we. We have an audio tech. We got it yeah, from Barnes and Noble. <laughs> one of the you know they're one of the biggest makers of the record players now, and um, yeah, that's just so my actually my mom. So my mom does this thing on uh, she like resells things from Target. It's actually really weird. There's an there's an app called Bulk, and so basically anything returned to Target or things that don't sell or there's too much of, or I'm not really sure how the process goes. They essentially send them to these warehouses and these warehouses then liquidate this stuff. And then my mom will buy a ton of this stuff and then she'll like resell it. So she basically like bids on a box. I don't know, like say it's a hundred dollars and it could just be full of unopened brand new stuff, like expensive makeup. And she makes like a ton of money doing this. And she, there was a brand new, frozen two uh special record album in there and it's red oh i know and then she gave it to my daughter for her birthday and she just literally pulled it out of the bag and she threw it because she i don't know i she looked at she was like oh my gosh this is so cool and then that was it i mean i understand she's three years old i mean she's not gonna know what the hell a record player or record is you know and probably in 10 years she still won't but um You know, I, I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, a record. And here's the thing, Chad, and you know this, records are expensive now. They are <laughs> yeah. expensive. I think if you want to go to, what is it, the the, the big seller now, it's uh, Urban Outfitters. If you go in there and you want to buy like, you know, Taylor Swift, Kanye, Beatles, you know, you can buy Downtown yeah. App, you know, and it's like, it, it's, it's like $30, $40 for an album. Yeah, I, it I is. Just, it's incredible. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm into that thing and I understand, like, I think people that have that and they spend a lot of time, they spend a lot of money in their stereos. And I think it does sound a little more authentic because you can kind of hear the crackle of the record. It just sounds like mm-hmm. you're kind of, you're there with everybody, you know, you're there with, mm-hmm. you're there with Taylor, you know, in her toe tappers, you know, but, um, sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I guess let me let me let me expand. I, I feel like I I am a music guy. I and and so are you, Tyler. But I that's you know crush me. One of my yeah, no 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 I, no I'm not trying to crush you. I I think you that have to, you just you not will. not not to be like philosophical about it all. And I don't know why this like the records like trigger me about it all. But I do feel like in a sense we. Probably when we were growing up, we grew up in an in an era where cassette tapes were were really popular, and then it transitioned to CDs. And I think that it was our parents' job to educate us about like albums. Like this is what this thing does. It plays these songs, right? And it makes it. I, I think that there is some authenticity to a record that we lose with a cassette or a CD. And I think that, you know, again, this is where I, I, I get philosophical, but I'm not trying to be like the end all be all. I know oh, that no. I'm not. Yeah, of course. But but I think that it is our job, Tyler, you and I as parents and any of the listeners who also may potentially have children, I think it's our job to educate our children about the things that we, you know, we were just talking about the things from the 90s or the things from whatever that we oh, yeah. we may have a tough time explaining to our kids. It, like records are one of those things. But it's like I fully plan on like gifting my record player to one of my daughters when they go to school because I yeah. think it would be like that's a conversation starter. Just like, you know, having a rotary phone 
we bought this toy in our house because it is a con- conversation starter. Oh, like, yeah. oh man, I, I remember playing with that when I was a little kid is what most of our friends come over and say. Right. Well, there's a lot, so, of, a lot of the styles now and everything are kind of changing to that retro. You know what I'm saying? Like even the way, even the way, uh, you know, kind of trends, I think trends kind of, especially like in clothes, I mean, trends kind of run more along the lines uh, with females rather than males. Obviously, uh, like last year, jean skirts were back, you know, like jean skirts and oh, yeah. socks. And it's like, whoa. Or like high, high-waisted jeans. High-waisted jeans and, uh, yeah, like just ripped hold jeans. And I'm like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that kind of trends. If there's one thing I don't want to see, though, it's like bell bottoms. Like, I'll just be like, I'm done. I'm done. I'll rock the hell out of some bob- bell bottoms. Trust well, me. You have the see. You'll have to grow out that hair, and then you then you're fine. You're just you're like Jimi Hendrix at that point. You're fine. <laughs> you give me two. Give me two weeks, and I will look straight up like. Uh, oh man, I can't remember what movie who's shooting, but Jim Carrey when he looked like the hippie. I it was like MTV Movie Awards are what's popping in my head right now. But he looked oh. like a straight up hippie. Uh, you give me two weeks, and I will look like him. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. I clothes trends. I, I feel like, uh, I feel like we're, we're kind of in a good spot right now. However, as a father and you too, as a father of a daughter, not sure I'm going to be excited where clothes are going to be in about 15 years. (laughs) What clothes? (laughs) That's where it's going to be in 15 years, man. Yeah. It's going to literally be back to the future. It's going to be just like one bodysuit or something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know that I joked around like before I had kids and, you know, before Ashley and I even began dating, I remember joking and being like, if I ever have daughters now for just a little insight into like who I am as a person and where I come from, I am from a family full of boys. I have one girl yep. on my dad's side. And then I have, I think two girls on my mom's side, like so children. Much not, yeah. 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 And so like it, they're all boys. And so when I decided like, oh, we're going to have a family, Ashley and I were like, we're going to have kids. This is going to be great. Everyone asked me, what do you want? Uh, I, you know, I want a girl, but it's probably not going to happen. And I think I like I thankfully and, you know, I, I jinx myself because I wanted a girl so badly. And now I have two girls and I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, well, how, how <laughs> I mean. How funny that all like all of us growing up, like, you know, I mean, you and I, uh, you know, I didn't go as, uh, you know, our friendship w- wasn't um, hasn't been around a- as long as uh, some of the other guys that we uh, that we hang out with. But I mean, that we can look back now and be like, every one of us had a girl first. Like, that's yeah. that's funny. Like in some of the water. Like, Think about it. And like Tim Jordan, like he had to do it like three times to finally get a boy. <laughs> he yeah. was like, come on, give me a, give me a boy. I need a boy. You know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's like what people ask me the most. And and so I have two children. Both of them are girls. Uh, they are, you know, the love of my life. Darlings. But, Darlings. but yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. But I, you know, everyone asks me like, oh, are you going to try for a 30? Do you want a boy? Are you going to try for a boy? Are you roll the dice? And, yeah. And I like, honestly, like throw the dice in the trash, man. Like I'm happy to have three girls. Like I, <laughs> yeah, and I'm not like, I'm not even being like a Kobe Bryant. Like I, I, I loved and appreciated the person that he was, but sure. like, I love, I love being a girl dad. 
it's oh, yeah. great. Like it's, yep. it's so nice to walk in the door. And, and I know that you've experienced this because I've seen videos of it, but it, like, it's so nice. It's like, cool I spent, so the, yeah. So the joke that I always tell people and about this is I've, I've spent my entire life wanting to be surrounded by beautiful women. This just isn't what I had in mind. No, <laughs> no. It just so happens that like one of them is my wife, and the other two are my daughters. <laughs> I would have, I would have, I would have appreciated this. You know, beautiful women's surrounding would have would have been great in college. Right. <laughs> it just so happened to be when I got married. So no, like I, I love my kids. I think it's great having girls, and, and no, I, I, I hate where the trends are going. But well, it's, it's, to bring well, it full. So- yeah. To bring it full circle, like I, I think that it is our job to educate our kids about what we experienced when we were young, and then they'll appreciate it as well. Right. Well, and and ironically too, um, a lot of us, hey, we all hit boys. You know, <laughs> we hit boys <laughs> on the second time around. So even though you're not on your second, I think if you know, I hey, it's I think it's going to be a boy. I'm telling you now. I could just I could sense it. Well. We uh we but actually here's the thing for you the salt name is strong it will be running strong for a millennia sure will <laughs> your, it sure your, will your family is like Abraham <laughs> it is, it is <laughs> wonderful if I went to a casino and my if I went with my older brother my oldest brother and they were like all right listen you got to get pregnant in the nine months you're you have to decide what the gender of your baby is going to be I would put Every single dime that I have in my name on the fact that he's going to have a boy because <laughs> the guy cannot produce girls. No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. He's just, just, just only, just only one, one, uh, one set for him. He's just like, no, I mean, if you want a boy, I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. uh, uh, TJ. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, next one of the, uh, you know, we, we can, uh, go back to that topic here in the next couple episodes. I think that's kind of a fun one, you know, cause that really, uh, really makes us think. And, uh, you know, especially that we have kids now it's, you know, I know my parents were, will probably be listening to this. So, you know, you didn't really surprise me, mom, dad, you know, I've now nah. basically knew everything. So, can you, oh, wait. So, sorry. Last one. Last one that I want to bring up because you, I don't know why, but like you, you're you talking about your mom and your dad. It sparked me. But can you remember having like if you wanted to look up a phone number? Can you imagine having to look up or look that number up in a phone book? Uh, I don't know. Silly, slappy, swami. Yeah, exactly. Checking on the Exactly. Brief. No, dude, it is legit. That is a wild, wild thing. That what's even more wild is they still have phone books. They yeah, still and, and like we're all worried about the the environment and trying to like conserve paper and wood <laughs> and trees, and yet we're still printing phone books for the boomers that can't look up their phone <laughs> numbers in their iPhones. Dwight Schrute, Dwight Schrute <laughs> calls that blubber. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, wow yeah i ah, gosh i'm honestly i feel like there's actually been a time in my life within the past five years that i've actually had to use a phone book but i don't know why and i think Buddy, i, I haven't used that. a phone book and i don't even know <sighs> that i was using it i think it was more of like 
what is this? I, I went to my grandma's. And dude, you go to her. She still calls her couch a Davenport. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's oh God. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is awesome. We get in Fort Wayne, they, they deliver us a phone book every year, and they, it's always in the same exact spot, like right at the end of the driveway. Like even the people who deliver the phone books know. Like, There's a this perma, is going to collect water. Perma in like indentation into your driveway of of the hundred percent. Yeah, it, which is which is why we're selling our house. We're we're so tired of the indentation of in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the yellow book and the best book. It was I remember. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Competitor. Yeah. The best book was thin. It was shorter, uh, but it was like thicker, you know. So and it had, had like a blue gloss cover. Oh my goodness. Phenomenal. Oh gosh, and then like speaking of books, and here's a callback in podcast history for you, but like the fact that your wife didn't know what a TV guide was. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, like oh my she was like, you were you were you literally were spelling it out. You're like, there's a book. There's a book that that guided you on what to watch every week on the TV. Do you know a what that book was called? And, and she's like, a TV planner? TV nope. planner, yeah. <laughs> I would Sorry, have, Courtney. I would have accepted, Don't be mad at me. I would have accepted um, what's on the back of a newspaper. Like, I would have been mm-hmm. like, okay, okay, I'll let that, I'll let that slide. Yeah. Uh, which is actually, it's still there. <laughs> it's, it's still <laughs> in the paper, to be honest. Um, I actually buy the newspaper uh, probably about two times a week. So I feel like I do it just to, have some normalcy like in my life. Like I, I there's, you know, I, I just kind of want to sit back and I just want to say, you know what? I, I, I miss how it used to be. And that's why I just like the feel of that paper in my fingers. And, but everything is just so much smaller now sports section. Um, and everything's just, it's not like how it used to be. There's no ads anymore. There's no, I remember getting the paper on Sundays and I would look through, especially during Christmas time, it was that newspaper oh, yeah. right before uh, Thanksgiving. It was that like, that was the best paper to get because it had everybody's like had everybody's sales on there. And oh my goodness, there was just there was like true natural excitement about that. Remember the Toys R Us uh, catalog too? Oh my god, how could you forget? I mean, I would get that <laughs> and I would circle everything and I would give it to my parents and they wouldn't buy me a damn thing from that <laughs> i hope you're listening mom and dad not a single <laughs> thing from that book and if they did it was the wrong one i remember one year for christmas i'm sorry to get off track because i know we're jumping to the next topic no, it's okay. no one i remember one one year i uh for christmas i wrote down i was i must have been like six or seven and i have i have brothers that are 10 and 11 years older than I am. So I was what you like to call a happy mistake or, or the perfect yeah. mistake, but, uh, or just a mistake or what my dad called me on the day of my wedding is, are you effing kidding me? But, uh, we, I remember one year for Christmas, we, uh, my mom and dad were like, Hey, make a, make a wish list, make a Christmas list. And so I wrote down all these like, <laughs> again, philosophical things. Like I wish right. for peace on earth and, and like, just stupid stuff. They were never going to be able to get oh. me. And my mom and like, I, but there wasn't, there wasn't one thing on the list that they could actually achieve and get me. And so on Christmas day, I remember saying to my parents, I was like, thanks for Christmas. 
Thanks for not getting me anything on my list. Yeah, I was like so bummed out. Like my dad, you could just see like, I didn't even shop for you, Chad. But my mom just being like so heartbroken. Who are like, you? you don't like your new pajama pants? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, since we're kind of getting, since we're kind of trailing off, I, I, I'll just end it with this one. I was literally thinking about this today. And I, when, uh, you know, when you text me and you said, what are the topics? Of course, I had thought of a couple topics already, but I was thinking of your dad, your mom, and me and you going to Cheddar's. And it was oh, probably yeah. one of the greatest <laughs> encounters. Oh, man. <laughs> Everybody, we're going. So, first of all, if you know Cheddar's, it's like the like best, cheapest food on the planet with the worst service like you know what you're getting before you sit down like if you're like okay i'm really i'm ready for some real crappy service but i'm ready for some cheap food that tastes really good we're going to cheddar's so your dad sits down and um he's like can i get a cheeseburger and she's like okay no, you know that you know that's wrong you know no. that he sat down he, he ordered a coors light first oh yeah he ordered <laughs> he's like can you just every five minutes just keep bringing one? <laughs> but he, my uh, my dad is Matthew McConaughey in Wolf of Wall Street, but with without martinis. He's like, just listen, we're food. gonna drink Coors yeah. Lights until both one of us passes out. Yeah, that's how my dad is with Coors Lights. Just just keep bringing them. <laughs> yeah, the mountains are always rocky, rocky blue too. Oh my god! So <laughs> so uh, so. Anyways, we sit down and. You know, we're all like there kind of as a family and we're ready to eat and everything. And uh, <laughs> your dad's like, can I get a cheeseburger? And she's like, OK. And uh, we all order our food and um, they bring out the food and they bring your dad a cheeseburger with French fries. <laughs> and your dad goes, um, excuse me, I didn't order fries. <laughs> <laughs> the look on that waitress's face. Oh, my God, man. Phenomenal. Like it was amazing. And uh, I remember her just being like, oh, so you don't want fries? And he's like, I didn't ask for fries. <laughs> I just asked for a cheeseburger. My and dad, man. I, oh, even I love him to death. I love him to death. Oh, but yeah. like, so here's like a little insight as to like the way the rest of the meal went. So everyone else orders their meal. And everybody else's meal shows up completely screwed up. Like oh, yeah. I ordered like a chicken sandwich and they bring me like a steak and <laughs> Tyler orders like just chocolate chip cookies and they bring yeah. him out ice cream. My mom <laughs> orders a salad and they bring her out like uh, I, I, mashed potatoes. And so my dad's complaining about the fact that they brought him a cheeseburger exactly how he ordered it, <laughs> but they brought him French fries as well. And everyone else is like Scott or <laughs> dad like why don't you take a chill pill just don't eat the french fries it's not like they run all over I your burger like take it easy like Ugh, he is uh, he's the best <laughs> I, I just remember looking at you and being like you were just you were literally just about to pull out a nine mil just did just get it done right no now. i i love my dad i love him and i oh, yeah. like i tell ashley all the time it's like gosh i love my dad that is embarrassing. And I, I, he, he is, he is a you know creature of habit. You know, yeah, you know what you're getting with him. 
And I remember I was just laughing so hard and, and just like, and then the whole thing with the cookie after that too, because I remember us waiting because they were like, is it, I remember yeah, like 45 minutes we waited I, for cookies. I remember they screwed up the order so bad that they were like, okay, we'll, you know, we'll get you a cookie. And then I remember your dad asking you about where's, the, where's this damn cookie? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, my dad, my listen, so the the meal took like three and a half hours because the service is so bad. Oh, the food's yeah. great. It's the food's great. It's it's well priced. It's great. But the service, like they, they have to downcharge their food because their service is so bad. Yeah, it's like they know it. It's like oh yeah. They pry on that. And it's like, well, I mean, if that's if that's gonna be your business model, I mean, it's successful because people always come back. Yeah, so I mean like uh uh I I can't I can't even it's okay. <laughs> I can't right now with them. <laughs> I, I hate cheddars so much and I'm trying to be super nice about them, but like I hope <laughs> they, I hope they're never a sponsor to explocally. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's, hey, someone from Cheddars, if you want to be on this podcast and you want to redeem yourself, you can send Chad and I both some cookies. It'll be they'll be nice and chilly by the time winter rolls around when we get them. So it's okay. Yeah, because it'll take you four years to get them to me. (laughs) It's okay. But uh, yeah, so another one of the big things that we wanted to kind of dive into uh, tonight is uh, everything is kind of hitting uh, hitting the gas tomorrow. You know, everything's kind of opening back up 100 percent tomorrow. The parks are opening back up. I told my daughter tonight or this morning, I was like, hey. Hey, uh, I'll take you to the park when I get home. Okay. And as I drove home, I still saw the, the yellow tape up and I was just like, well, I'm going to be that dad that I guess just keeps on promising to take her to the park and it's still closed. So yeah. tomorrow parks open. We're going to the park. I mean, Listen, I'm going to have Ty. Yeah. I, I'm not telling you how to be a dad, but you got to always over promise and undeliver. <laughs> Is that how you do it? <laughs> I'm taking that's one my daughter that's, that's why my daughters love me so much and then I'll open the back door and then like there you go <laughs> <laughs> uh no but things are opening back up over here in Fort Wayne as well they're opening splash pads so Ashley is uh I have to work tomorrow but Ashley's taking the girls to a splash pad tomorrow it's right next to our house and oh, uh yeah. yeah they're very excited so beautiful forecast coming too that is, uh, I'm excited for the next 10 day. It's like sun every day. And then starting next Wednesday, um, I'm actually going to Carolina next, uh, South Carolina next Saturday or Friday. And, uh, the forecast there, I mean, obviously that's a ways away. We're, we're eight days away, but it's already showing like thunderstorms every day. And it's going to be sun here every day at like 90 degrees. I'm just, yeah. Well, so for the listeners, Tyler's going to the Hamptons. We've already talked about the fact that. <laughs> Tyler's first car was a BMW and it was fully loaded, but That's he's going right. to the Hamptons. He, it's his, it's his mom and dad's place. See, I'm actually not, the, the airplane I'm actually getting on is it's actually my dad's own airplane. So yeah, it's a private jet. It's a private <laughs> jet. Um, yeah. So it, it has a bunch of pink it. lights did, in it. It's a, I, it's a Virgin I, mobile plane. I told it's my dad, I did not want to pay for check-in bags anymore. And he said, okay, we'll figure this out. And so he figured it out. Tyler's actually biggest gripe with the airports is that he has to wait in line to get checked in. So he just didn't want to do that. He wants to drive right to the tarmac and jump onto a plane and just go. Oh man. I, and, and I have to, I have to, I have to say this joke. I have to, now that we're talking, (laughs) it reminds me of Daniel Tosh's joke. So 
when he's talking about how we can look back now and kind of say that Osama bin Laden did some did some good because now rather than having to take our girlfriends into the airport and sit there at the window and wait for five hours while their plane takes off now we can just kick them out right there at the curb and he's like he's like that was worth a tower <laughs> not two oh though god man not two oh man I, um, I remember. You never realize you never realize how offensive Daniel Tosh is until you hear his jokes separated from oh. the rest of his stand-ups, and then you're like, "Oh my god!" Oh yeah, my if god. you're if 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 you um if you're basically if you're a female, just don't go see him. <laughs> no, hundred percent. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. I remember we went and saw him here in South Bend at the uh, at the Morris, and he said that joke, and uh, I was just like. This this can't be real, like, <laughs> and, and but everybody you look at you could look left right up down it didn't matter people were dying laughing and I'm just like yeah. okay we're, this yeah. is where we're at let's roll with it. That's the like one of the things that I take away from Daniel Tosh is the fact that I think it was during his first like actually televised stand up where he's like talking and he's saying jokes and he's saying jokes and he's saying jokes and you can tell that everyone in the audience, like fewer and fewer and fewer people are starting to laugh because it's becoming more and more offensive. And then he gets to the point where he's like, he realizes it and he's like, no, 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 it's fine. I am the type of comedian where I want one person laughing. Oh, yeah. If I get one person laughing, yeah. I know I'm still doing a good job. Yeah. If I'm, if I get multiple people, that's great. But I'm only searching for that one person that finds the joke funny yeah and that is something that i've aspired to and i have said multiple times out loud at parties and my wife hates me for it <laughs> oh god we're just well see here the thing you remind me a lot of uh i was actually gonna say you remind me a lot of daniel tosh however there you remind me of another comedian his name is dimitri martin he mm -hmm. has mm -hmm. very dry humor and like he is probably the funniest comedian. Like obviously comedian, you know, you have um you know, you have Daniel Tosh, you have Aziz Ansari, you have Dave Chappelle. They they're different styles of comedy, you know. You know, I, I like uh Courtney's not a big Aziz Ansari fan, but I always like when he goes, Oh my god, Aziz, oh, you know, like I don't know why. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. From Parks and Rec. Oh, I, I, yeah, I gotcha. So funny. But like Dimitri, he's just like I mean, things that he points things out. He's, uh, so like a bridge may be icy sign. He goes, why wouldn't they just put bridge may not be icy? That's, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Could, could be icy. Yeah. I don't know. I or, remember or, I watched his, like one of the standups that I, it was like person, I think is what it was called. Person. Yeah. Uh, we watched that. I made Ashley watch that with me. And she was like, ah, I've never heard of this comedian. He's not that good. It was like right when he was coming up and I, I had seen him in college. And so I made her watch it and she's like, this dude is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Like, and she like Ashley, Ashley and Courtney are the are, are, are the they're cut from the same cloth, man. They are they're hard to they're they're hard to um, impress. But they're yeah. also like. Once you impress them, they are like sold they're on that person. They're, they're, they're yeah, on like they are completely sold, which is like why I think your wife likes me. 
is because there was at one point, I'm not sure when it was, I'm still not sure when ice. it was, but I broke the ice and I feel like now she kind of likes me and I don't feel like I'm ever going to get taken off that list. Doug, you're <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> Doug Butabi, Steve Butabi. <laughs> no. <laughs> so we no. have, uh, since we have just, we've, we've, uh, we dove into the abyss and, uh, we've, we we've, did. We if, always do this. We killed 52 minutes of this. You know, if we were doing our, if we were doing someday here, we're, do, we're going to be doing our three hour podcast. You know how they break it up into, into our segments. You know, until then, we're going to keep it in an hour for most people. So we got about seven and a half minutes left and we're going to, um, we're going to save one topic for the next time I get with Chad. Um, we're, it's going to, uh, basically run over his experience at Valpo. Valpo's a local college and, um, it's a, it's a great college. And I'm, I'm pretty sure they have a very, very good law program. Don't they at Valpo used to used to, they got rid of it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I, I, to be continued. The only reason I know that is because I, be sure that my that my wife's sister uh that's where she went to law school i can't remember if it was valpo or manchester i'm not really sure but um yeah, it was valpo. It was I, valpo i think it was valpo so um yeah just kind of you know because this is explocally and we like to explore local things and uh, we definitely want to dive into valparaiso um especially for kids you know they're returning to college here college is starting earlier this year Obviously, it's a little too late to be uh, trying to pick colleges um, right now, being only about a month and a half away. But, um, you know, for any of you that could be listening that are thinking about colleges going forward for the 21-22 school year, Chad will give us a rundown on that and uh, just let him uh, talk about his experience, what he loved about it. You know, some close places uh, locally to the Valpo area. Uh, Valpo is a little more towards uh, the Chicago area. I think it's a little south of what is it like Hammond? I think um yeah, the yes. Hammond area. Yeah. So um you know it's located in a great you know it's located in a great part and you're only about roughly an hour, what 45 minutes away from Chicago? Yeah, it's 45 minutes hour with traffic but 45 minutes from yeah. Chicago. Yeah, that's nothing. I mean I mean it takes me a half an hour just to get to work. And I I live, <laughs> I live 11 miles away. Take so, me 45 minutes to wake up in the morning. I have to set four alarms. So yeah, you're no, good. If you go to Valpo, I, you're close enough to Chicago. Yeah. I try to get up as uh, I try to get up as early as possible. So it, if there's one thing that I did know that I, I'm kind of a history buff and uh, I'm, you know, I'm really into, uh, you know, Thomas Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton. A lot of those guys, they were always up before the sun was up. You know, that was just kind of their faith to believe that like, that's how you get the day started. Like if you're up before the sun, like, I mean, it was just kind of their weird philosophy. And, uh, I, I don't get up before the sun though, <laughs> because right now I'm pretty sure the sun is up at like 543. And that is in only about seven short hours, seven and a half short hours from now. I need, what, what, what about you? I need like six and a half. That's, that's my, oh, man. I like I can function. I can function on like three hours. Okay. I, I I am I am the type of person that like, but I I think it comes with the nature and the the belly of the beast of my job where I have to essentially be on call twenty four hours a day, twenty four seven, three sixty five. Where like 
drop of a hat, I could, I mean, even right now when we're recording, like I have, you know, my Apple watch that I'm watching to make sure that I don't have any texts or calls coming right. through where I have a surgery happening. So I, <laughs> which for the, is for the terrible listener, for me. For the, like, for the sure listener they, who doesn't, yeah, they, sorry. They want, they want to know this. What is the longest you've ever had to stand in for an, for an operation? Yeah. So the longest surgery I've ever been in is a 14 hour surgery. 14 hours. Um, 14 hours. I was there at 7 a.m. I didn't leave until 9 p.m. How does that that make sense? Is there not like laws to that or something? Like, no, man. I mean, like, listen, at the end of the day, and, and I, I, I am not one to ever criticize any surgeon for taking that long because at the end of the day, it is, the person that's on the table, it is very important for that to happen. Um, but it would be the equivalent of me being like, hey, man, I want you to draw a perfect circle on a piece of paper. And then I would do the same thing. And then whoever's circle was perfect would get a million dollars or whatever it is. You know, like there's some cash prize or even some moral prize where it's like, okay, you're the best at drawing circles ever. Right. So, so you have as long as you want until you perfect it. And it, I mean, it's wild. like that, sur- that surgeon decided that <laughs> this surgery to be perfect was going to uh, take him that how, long. How well did you sleep that night? Not well, because I was on call that weekend. So <laughs> yeah, you, you, got, you were like, well, I got a nine o'clock tea time boys. So yeah, you, uh, well. you get out there to the first tea and boom, there goes that, there goes that you, do you carry a pager or did they just like, dude, is pager, are pagers still a thing? Pagers are still a thing for surgeons. They're not for the reps. We completely focus on our, uh, on our phones. So, okay. That's what, like, why the, like, why do doctors still have pagers? I just, I think it's, uh, so I've talked to a couple of my surgeons about it and I've asked them, like, some of them still do, some of them still don't. Um, I think a lot of it is based on the fact that a lot of guys don't want to have to talk or interact with the person who's sending them a message. So they get a page that says, like, Hey, call this number or, Hey, this is the person that's trying to reach out to you. And they'll just go right. and like, when they have their own time, they'll go and reach out to that person. For but sure. They don't want to have to feel that they don't feel the need or want to feel the need that they have to respond right away. And with a phone you do. So. That's uh jeez, That's, that's, that's just, that's wild to me. You know and I mean? Cause we, you know, obviously we still watch, you know, not when I say we, I mean, I highly doubt you do. I mean, even if you watch Scrubs or something, they see, they even, that's kind of an old show now though. Um, but if you watch uh, Anatomy and stuff like they still have like pagers and everything. And you're just like that. I, is, are they just doing that for theatrics or are they just, is that legit? You know? Yeah. I mean, I think it, I think it probably is still in 2020, like relatively legit. But I think that a lot of people are transitioning to phones. And you also have to think about like people on Grey's Anatomy. They're not portraying people who also have like nurse practitioners and physician assistants sure. yeah. that are also taking those calls for that surgeon. Right. So the surgeon shows up to surgery. They're just there to do their job. Whereas they have an assistant who is taking the phone calls, who's taking the pages that the surgeon doesn't really feel like taking anymore. So 
that's that's kind of where right. it's transitioning is like a lot of the surgeons that I work with and I'm sure a lot of the surgeons that you know if there's if this is going to turn into some sort of like uh medical device representative For sure. uh podcast like I'm sure a lot of those people are also dealing with that as well so yeah well I mean you've heard it from you've heard it from the surgeon right there I mean yeah the surgeon Folks, if you're in the Fort Wayne area, you're having spinal problems, neurological problems, whatever, you got to go have surgery. The guy you're listening to right now, it's probably, he's probably <laughs> up in there, you know, doing some cutlery. Like he's <laughs> Tyler, honestly. So let me ask you this question. And this will be okay. the last thing that we can talk about. It, it'll be quick. It'll short, but gun to your head. All right. You're on an Island. Metaphorical. Gun. Metaphorical gun. Literal Holster. Island. <laughs> <laughs> holster that gun now you're on an island okay let's just say it's lost all right like okay. i don't know if you're familiar with the show but you, you crash on an island and yeah. there's somebody who needs surgery there's okay. no doctors in sight all right no doctors yes would you feel confident doing surgery on somebody yes like if they absolutely needed it yes i really I guess for one thing for me Obviously, we have to assess the situation. What surgery do they need? If there is any sort of, you know, if it's, you know, do I have to? Let's say their let's say their ribs are let's say their ribs are broken. Don't know their their ribs. No, let's just let's assume that the people whose brains are messed up from this crash are as good as dead. Let's say that there's rib fractures. Or like a leg that's broken. Do you feel confident doing surgery to fixate that 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 procedure? Uh, I, I think I would do something that I would have <laughs> nothing or no knowledge of knowing how to fix. Like right now, like if my water pump, if my water heater just like broke, I would have no idea what. To do. So this is a water heater. This isn't somebody's leg. <laughs> Or brain. No, brain? No, they're done. They're gone. I'm sorry. Like, you're cooked. I mean... Listen, so so listeners, you heard it here first. Tyler has now compared doing either rib surgery or leg surgery to fixing a water heater. Meanwhile... Hey, do you want to get scalded? I'm in the OR every day. If you need surgery and you fall on an island with Tyler and I, I'm the person you come to. No, you're just in big trouble. That's what you are. You're in real big trouble, folks. My my brother my wife, my wife is my wife is word like mouthing the words med school. <laughs> my brother in law <laughs> is a doctor in math. So if you have a heart attack around him, you should still call nine one one. Even though he's a doctor. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you're still That's in funny. big trouble. Oh man. It's like being a dentist. Like, no, you should still like. It's like from The Hangover when he when he's like, "Hey, uh, Doctor Stu Price," and the and the in uh, Bradley Cooper to the woman. She he's like, "Don't get all excited. He's a dentist." Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I love those movies. Uh, yeah, I love those movies. But uh, yeah, so next week. Um, next week or next episode we're going to be uh we're going to be diving into the the valpo chat and also we're going to be talking about our local michiana bars 
even though Chad still lives in Fort Wayne, he has he's deep rooted into the local Michiana bars. We're going to be talking about yeah. our experiences at uh, at them, and you know, kind of because I we we are a college town. You know, we have I think na- a nationally ranked bar here in uh, we do. We do. Actually, if you refer to Barstool Sports, uh, the linebacker ranks pretty high up on. Yeah, it does. Uh, there's a little sneak peek. But uh, the bar, the linebacker ranks pretty high up on college bars. Yeah, so uh, we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about uh, how much of a cesspool, but how much we love it and can't get away from it. So. Uh, <laughs> want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, this weekend, I will be heading out to Car Guys and Coffee. So I will be doing a couple interviews out there. It's hosted by Car Guys and Auto Obsessions. And we'll be talking with Colin of Car Guys and Brad of Auto Obsessions. So I look forward to uh, talking to everybody then. And until then, um, take care. And uh, thanks for joining, Chad. We appreciate it. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. We'll talk to you later, guys.